everybody, welcome to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego microcast series. I'm your host, Jeff Suckendorf, back at NeuroLab 360 with one of our three favorite doctors of physical therapy, <laughs> Christine Negretti. Hey, Christine. Hello, how are you today? Good. We talked to your your partner, Megan, mm -hmm. recently about balance. We're going to explore that topic a little bit more. Okay. So what is reactive balance? Yeah. So we actually have reactive balance and anticipatory balance. And I'm sure if you tuned into Megan's podcast, she probably talked about it's something that we actually assess during our evaluation. Uh, so reactive balance is, say, you tripped and now you're starting to lose your balance. Does your body have that automatic balance reaction to take a step to catch yourself? Versus anticipatory balance is, say, I tell you, hey, Jeff, I'm going to have you try to stand on one leg. So you know what I'm going to have you do and you're prepping to stand on one leg. Prepping mentally mostly, right? Right, right. And so you're anticipating that, okay, I'm going to have to get into this, you know, stance that's challenging on my balance. So in an evaluation, we test the anticipatory balance and we also test the reactive balance. So I'm sure a lot of people listening, maybe their neurologist has ever done the pull test where they pull you backwards. That's solely looking at really reactive balance. So once you're losing your balance, you have the ability to correct yourself and prevent a fall. So that's a common one that the neurologists always do uh, at, you know, appointments. Which do you see more problematic in people with Parkinson's? Reactive balance. Reactive balance, which is where you need to do something quick. Right. So if you're starting to lose your balance, we have an ankle strategy, a hip strategy, and a stepping strategy. So all of those balance strategies work together when we're starting to lose our balance. So if I gave you a really small nudge, you'd probably just maybe sway forward and backwards on your ankles. And then a bigger nudge, then you'd have to move you move your hips. And then an even larger one, that's when you'd have to like take a step to catch yourself. So reactive balance we see is something that is impacted with individuals with Parkinson's. And that's 100% why your neurologist is doing the pull test with you to assess your reactive balance. Is that because people's bodies slow down? or is it a neurological thing? You know, Parkinson's is like a loss of automaticity of movement, right? So your body doesn't move as big as it once was. And so that's something that becomes less automatic, even in just, you know, normal aging, healthy adults, but definitely more so in Parkinson's. And, you know, in Parkinson's, there's like that decreased amplitude of movement as well. So your body might take that protective step to catch yourself, but it's not big enough to do so. Right. So now the neurologists are doing this pull test. Mm -hmm. And then so they see a, a gap there or a small issue there with balance mm -hmm. and they send them to you. Yes. What do you do? So we do a lot of balance training, both anticipatory and reactive. And I think Megan might have mentioned it possibly, but we actually have what's called a slip trainer. So reactive balance is really challenging to actually work on because there's always a degree of anticipation, right? So I'm prepping myself. I know I'm doing this balance exercise. So you're already prepping your body to lose balance, basically. And so you know you have to catch yourself. So the slip trainer that we have is a tool where, you know, an individual is suspended in a harness, they're standing on a platform that we can move under them. And so without notice, they're having to automatically make that postural correction to prevent them from losing your balance. There's actually a few research papers that shows that slip training specifically um, can actually reduce your overall risk of falls. Most of those are in a healthy, you know, aging population. 
But we definitely, you know, work on that here as well. When I first came here yeah. to Neurolab 360, I think Jesse put me on that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. <laughs> There's a lot of trust building that goes into using that. But it's. I think it's going to become more of that, like, gold standard way to train reactive balance. We can also work on it like you're walking on a treadmill and out of nowhere I just, you know, stop the treadmill and you're having to automatically adjust. But we're able to create or create larger losses of balance to really kind of drive that bigger amplitude protective stepping strategy with the slip trainer. And does that help with the anticipatory balance loss also? I, I would imagine so, but it's usually you're standing in a fairly wide base of support prior to that. So your anticipatory balance would I mean, I'd have to look at the research specifically. I don't know that off the top of my head, just working on the slip trainer, but I would imagine it would to a degree, but you're not really challenging your balance too much with that wide base of support. Right. So, um, and you, you see good results with people with Parkinson's and the slip trainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they absolutely. Can, they can take that out into the real world and, and utilize that if they start to fall or things like that. Right. So, I mean, that's just a tool that we use in here. But then we also have, you know, the big overtrack system. So now we can say, let's do a functional task where you're usually, you know, losing your balance at home, maybe walking backwards or turning and grabbing for something. And you can see the change in that as we train it or work on that. It takes time. It takes practice. It's really cool though, because you know the, the cool thing about PT to me is that it actually is a, is adaptable for home, mm -hmm. as opposed to you just trying to fix a small injury or something like that, and you get sent out the door and do some exercises. So right. that you can actually do work here that applies to people's lives and makes their lives better to me is really cool. Yeah, I I, I love what I do. It's it's great. I mean, trying to simulate a home environment as best we can is is going to carry over into you know an individual's daily life. All right, a little more insight on balance and Parkinson's from Christine Negretti at yeah, Neurolab360. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks, Christine. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>